Hello and welcome to the Rick and Rill Fit Bowl Pood Kissed. Um, he's Chris Skull. And so am I. And the reason for that hilarious mispronunciation is that it's very much the theme of the day on today's show. Um, we talk about Joe Cole and his inability to pronounce Kieran Tierney's surname. And it led to, literally, Chris, hours of fun. Hours? The text? Just, I've never seen anything like it. It's blown up. I reckon at one point everyone in Britain was texting us. This was like, the, <laughs> this was the equivalent, not since Nebworth have su- <laughs> has such demand gripped a phone line. It was incredible. Yeah. Thousands of people. Basically, no one can speak English properly. Do you know, like, Oasis at Nebworth, they really, like, Oasis really captured that moment and brought the nation together. That's just what, that's what happened with our texture in this show. This, yeah. us going, what is your nan, what can't your nan say, has really healed the nation after years of divisiveness, I think. It's brought There'll everyone together. retrospective documentaries about it. You'll have Noel Gallagher going, I thought Nebworth, right, was the pinnacle. <laughs> Until I heard rock and roll football. I didn't think we were going to get, you know, overtaken in our lifetime. You know, what they did was something completely different. You know, something our kid couldn't do, you know. I'm fair play to them, you know. <laughs> There's a discussion on the name of John T. Rhodes, John T. Rhodes, John T. Road. that is just absolutely sensational. Like, we finally, finally solved the mystery of his name. And also, you've just heard three versions of it. I don't want to give anything away. You'll be amazed to hear this. There are more. (laughs) <laughs> you will not. You could just. You probably sat there thinking, or stood. I don't know. Lie down on your knees. I don't know in what position you listen to this. Do let us know. Tweet us at R and R Football. Uh, you, you'll think, well, that's the only three available. You are wrong. I'm telling you now, you're wrong. And I too, like you, was wrong. Uh, and uh, this podcast is going to put you straight. This is, uh, frankly, just a, a, an absolute joy. We hope to listen to it. It was a joy to make, wasn't it, Chris? And Scully, oh. I have to say on behalf of everyone here at Rock and Roll Football, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. It's always good to be here. What a lovely afternoon. And you're open. I mean, they've become the stuff of broadcasting legend. People remember you, Biggie Smalls one. What other ones have you done in the past? Robbie Williams uh, did one on Queen, I think. Uh, yeah, there's been a few, hasn't there? But well, today's, I don't want to ruin the surprise about oh, today. Yeah. Today's is easy. I think they're all sort of joint number one. It's impossible to pick between them. But really enjoy Chris's um, YouTube-based introduction. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Skull in the early kickoffs. It is nil-nil in the Premier League between Leeds and Chelsea. And in the Championship, Swansea winning 1-0 away at Luton Town. We'll keep you updated on those games and all the three o'clock kickoffs. And it's live! Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Matt Dyson is away. Scully, how are you doing? Good, man. Good to be back. It's great to have you back. There's a whole day of red-hot football action, and here to preview it all is the man himself, Chris Skull. On the day that U2 bassist Adam Clayton turns 61 years old, Achtung baby, because there's a beautiful day of football action ahead of us. But first, I can't believe the news today. 
I can't close my eyes and make it go away. Yes, after five years and elevating Sheffield United from League One to the Premier League, Chris Wilder has reportedly left the Blades, a victim of second season syndrome and of the fallout with club owner Prince Abdullah, who surely now has to ask himself, is it getting better or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you? Now you've got someone to blame. Anyway... In our lunchtime kickoff, it's the Michael Dubry Derby, Leeds v Chelsea, where the score is currently nil-nil. And at 3pm, relegation-threatened West Brom seems stuck in a moment they can't get out of. <laughs> yes, Big Sam's men, eight points adrift as they take on Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park. Wilfred Zaha could return from injury today, so the Eagles will line up with or without him very shortly. And at 5.30, a bluish shirt meets a brownish shirt. Oh, 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 it's Everton versus Burnley at Goodison with the toffees high, higher than the sun in sixth place and Burnley beneath their feet in 15th. Then in this evening's game, see John Stones in the back line. See Lookman twist against his side. I'll wait for Manchester City versus Fulham at 8 p.m., Fulham having lost 10 consecutive meetings against City. Survival and pride, brackets in the name of love, is at stake in that one. In the championship, the huge relegation clash between Rotherham and Coventry is off after Rotherham had yet another COVID outbreak. But it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, because we've still got the likes of Cardiff v Watford with the Hornets seeking to cement second place. And at the bottom of League One, three points separate Bristol Rovers from their opponents today. AFC Wimbledon in a huge crunch game to decide who will walk away, walk away from the division via relegation this May. Big games. Big chat coming right up. Hello, hello. We're at a place called Rock and Roll. Football. Scully, I didn't want that to end. That was one of the most exciting things I've ever heard. Now, you're not going to believe this, right? The next song I'm about to play is by U2. What? It's meant to be. It's absolutely meant to be. Oh, Scully, you're a genius. The lyricist of the London Stadium. The Wordsworth of West Ham. You're a legend. Can I say as well, I told my wife I was going to do it about Adam Clayton, the bassist from U2, and she, she thought I was going to do it just about Adam Clayton, not U2 songs. I was like, how would that even work? Oh, but I loved it at the start. It was like the most tenuous way in. Oh, it's his 61st. It's not even, not, not even like a big birthday. The bass player... Oh, man. That was supreme. How do we improve from there? We have to try. (laughs) Let's find out. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Fate. He didn't (laughs) know it was going to be you too when he wrote his little introduction. And there it is. That's incredible. What are the odds? And, but you know, another weird thing, I put my like Spotify just on shuffle this morning and Elevation U2 came on <gasps> randomly. Twice, that's twice that's happened today. Spooky. Meant to be. Happy and birthday, happy- Adam Clayton, 61. What a milestone. And happy Mother's Day for tomorrow to all the mothers out there. <laughs> um, now, you may have seen a clip go viral in the week of Nigel Kennedy, the violinist, playing for the England squad during Italia 90. Um, now, lots of you will know Chris hosts a brilliant podcast called Quickly Kevin Will He Score, the 90s football podcast that he does with Josh Widdicombe and Michael Marden. And the moment I saw that clip, Chris, I thought of you because I thought, I'm sure you've talked about this on your show before. 
I love it so much. Nigel Kennedy coming to entertain the England team at World Cup 1990 in Italy. It's sensational. Just just for the reaction of the players, specifically Peter Beardsley, who'd like... <laughs> he just <laughs> He is just like a gog. Literally, his chin, his chin is on the like on the table. He, like he has no idea what he's witnessing. It's almost like he's never seen a violin before. But it's also it's it's high pressure for Nigel Kennedy. It's awkward for him. He's a violinist. He's got to go into the England camp and play the violin. But for the poor England players who are on camera, like, how do you react to violin music? It's not like it's Oasis where you can kind of like clap your hands and tap your feet. You just kind of got to sit there nodding. Brian Robson looks annoyed. <laughs> Got, we'll tweet the clip out. It's so funny. Gaza kind of handles it quite well. He's got a bit of a smirk on his face. But you're right, his Beardsley's face is incredible. But, you know, actually, I think this is probably forward thinking back in 1990. Because you think about when England players go to World Cup tournaments these days, they do so much to ensure they're not bored, like riding inflatable unicorns and having races in the swimming pool and all that stuff. But back back in 1990, I bet there was nothing, you, nothing to occupy your time. So Nigel Kennedy coming in must have been like a breath of fresh air for everybody concerned, but, except for Peter Beardsley, who was clearly nonplussed. I guess it's just not the sort of music they listen to, is it? So what would be the equivalent now? Like ahead of the Euros, sending in like... I don't know. I can't, I can't even think Do a Lipper. <laughs> but they probably do listen to Do a Lipper. At least that would be yeah, like contemporary yeah, music. Yeah. Well, uh, Harry Kane was like sending Il Devo in there. They'd be like, what? <laughs> Harry Kane was interviewed at the last World Cup and someone said to him, what song would you like to play after you score a goal at the World Cup? And he said, Do a Lipper. I just thought... It was just... I don't, know. I don't know what I expected Harry Kane to be into, but certainly not that. Maybe like the Proclaimers. I don't know what feels right for Harry Kane. I feel he's a bit boring, isn't he? Well, um, let's not let's not slag <laughs> off our greatest chance of uh, winning a major tournament since '66. <laughs> the whole thing is in his hand. But yeah, I'm surprised by Dua Lipa. But um, there's a, there's a great uh, story about that. Um, Gaza basically swims out. It tells this story about jumping in the sea during Italian 90, swimming out to a boat and having to be rescued by Gary Lineker. And the other bloke in the water, in the boat with Lineker, is Nigel Kennedy. And Gazza yes. says, um, he says to him, give us a tune then, Nigel. And Nigel says, Handel's water music. And Gazza says, I didn't have a clue what he was on about. <laughs> I know. But it's even weirder than that because uh, David Platt and Gazza were on the beach and, uh, and I think Platty had spotted Doug Ellis's yacht. So they all swam out to Doug Ellis's yacht, got really drunk, and then swimming back, that's when they got rescued by Nigel Kennedy. Bizarre. Well, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this, right? In a, in a bizarre twist of fate, earlier, after your U2 medley, we played U2, the next track is Arrival of the Queen of Sheba by Handel. <laughs> it's not. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Text us on 8.12.15. Who should we support in today's three o'clock kickoffs? As you know, this season we are trying to game the system. If your team is more likely to win, we are more likely to support you. So text us on 8.12.15. But the best reason wins. And last week we supported Sunderland because of the amazing work their fans are doing in donating their Wembley ticket money to charity, to mental health charities, to uh, food banks to help, with, uh, to help mitigate the impact of COVID. So if there's a good news story there or if you're just more likely to win. Text us now on 8.12.15. Of course, it is now time for uh, Roy's rants. All week you've been tweeting us at R&R Football, the things you'd like to hear Roy Keane rant about. I shall hand over to you, Chris, and I shall channel the great man. <laughs> right, this first one, Tracy Jones. Tracy, I'm with you on this. 
little out. She says, on my daily sad little walk around the local area, the amount of rubbish that people have dropped makes me really cross. I've ordered a litter picker online. When it arrives, I'll be out walking with that and a black bag to collect it. I've reached trough lockdown. Tracy, I hear you. Roy, what do you think? I totally agree with that. And I want to pay a tribute to the work she's doing there because she's got a certain level of civic pride and it takes a lot to do that to go out into your local areas of volunteering to improve it. I don't think enough of that going on. But I just want to say to anyone listening now that ever drops it, some people think, oh, well, you know, um, little bits don't count. Like um, the wrapper of a Wrigley's Extra isn't litter. It's litter. Or, oh, the wee bit at the top of a pint of milk. That's anything you drop on the floor is litter. And that includes your fingernails or... Or chewing gum or anything like that. It's disgusting. And what I would do, you know, I, I don't want to be talking, you know, all um, capital punishment and that at the daytime on the radio. <laughs> but if I had my way, I, and I don't know where I've been this week, by the way, because vaccines all over the place. <laughs> but let me just try and find myself. Oh, I get so angry about litter. It changes my accent. That's how much I agree with Tracy. I would open. You know what I'd do? I'd... <laughs> I would pin them down if I see anyone dropping litter. I pin them down, open their mouth, and I stick the <laughs> stick the crisp wrapper or whatever it is back in there, and say, yeah. "There you go, you, you mouse a dustbin now." How do you like it? I've got to be honest wow. with you. I think that was appalling on basically every level. <laughs> it was it was winding all over Ireland, kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We've had some great suggestions for who we should support today. Someone saying Wrexham against Weymouth. Wrexham a fifth in the National League. Weymouth 20th. So that we look kindly upon. Quite a few people saying Forest over Reading. Obviously, we have a lot of sympathy um, for, for Forest because I support them. Um, someone else saying Portsmouth against Salford in the Papa John's Trophy final, Chris. Which is last this year's is- final being played today, and then this year's final, I think he's played tomorrow. How have I missed this? So the 2019-2020 <laughs> final of the EFL Trophy happens today, and then yep. this season's final happens tomorrow. So does that mean the winner of the 2019-20 final today between Portsmouth and Salford, they'll have the trophy for a day? They, oh, man. They, there's barely time to celebrate with it. At what point is someone going to nick it off them? They just have to do like a quick open-top bus around, <laughs> tour around like the <laughs> car park. <laughs> Quick! <laughs> you have to leg that. it, and then like yeah, the open top bus. Is, is, is someone going to nick it back at midnight? That's crazy. I bet as well because Papa John's is uh, uh, sponsoring it. Like in the corporate lounge, and like when they do all the corporate stuff, there'll be so many like pizza. Oh, Salford <laughs> getting a slice of the action and uh, topping it off there, and uh, <laughs> cheese, something like that cheese. Um, I think the only topping we want today is goals. So I'll hand you over now to our corporate host, Chris Gull. You do some of that at West Ham, don't you? Do you, do you ever have to do like corporate tie-ins like that? Yeah, all the time. Did one this week. And who was it with? Yeah. What happened? Mikel Antonio and uh, Marlon Harewood. Oh, Had a lovely legends. little chat. Yeah, lovely. Forest legends as well. Of course, yeah, both Forest and West Ham. When I spoke to Mikel Antonio, a player at the peak of physical performance, it was about five o'clock when I spoke to him, he'd just got up from a nap. Think what? about that. Like a baby. Mind-blowing. And Mind he had a rusk. He had a rusk and some warm milk. <laughs> <laughs> Nodded off watching Postman Pat. Right, you've got oh, a couple of seconds. You've got to text us on 8, 12, 15. This is the final call for who we should support at three o'clock. 
The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Okay, Scully, who are we supporting? I think we should cover the Papa John's Trophy final, the trophy that lasts yeah. for a day. But who are we going to buy? Well, it's, look, I've just looked at the odds. Portsmouth are favourites as they play Salford City in the 2019-2020 Earfield Trophy final today. So we're back in Pompey. We are back in Pompey. Christopher got in touch to request Pompey. Our producer, Will, who's got today off because of the final is a Pompey fan. It was tempting to go against him, but we're nice people. So it's Pompey all the way. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football and Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Skull. Now, last week, we got so many messages about Joe Cole because he was a pundit, I think, on BT Sport, talking about Arsenal and Scotland's star. Well, that's ironic because we're talking about this pronunciations. <laughs> Kieran Tierney. This is how Joe Cole pronounces his name. Jack Nelneni high up the pitch. It goes to Louise and they won the ball consistently, consistently in this game. Let me flip it to on the ball. We'll stop it here because you've got Tierney giving them that whip. What? <laughs> Tierney? 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 No one Who's says Tierney? it like that. That is a brand new pronunciation. That's also, crazy. It's not as if there's a new player. Tierney's been around a while. Like, was it Celtic? He plays for Scotland. He's been at Arsenal for about three years now. How has he not heard the correct pronunciation before? <laughs> so bizarre. So bizarre. It's not even that hard. No, I mean, it's everywhere in football. Um, a few of you sent us this. This is new Chelsea boss, Thomas Tuchel, mispronouncing Harry Maguire. MacGyver! Wasn't he a TV detective? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, MacGyver yeah. and Morse at the back, really tight. You know, you've got Poirot <laughs> bombing on. <laughs> I mean, every, a lot of people have these things. It's just, for some reason, there's like a name you never pronounce correct, correctly. Do you have one, Chris? Yeah, I do. I always get in trouble for Jerry Beecham or Bochamp. Even now, I can't remember which one it is, but I always get to say, it's Beecham or Bochamp. I can't remember. I've got it wrong so many times. The, the other thing is that uh, in the early 90s, West Ham played Oxford, and um, the player for them had an unbelievable game, and the commentator was calling him G- Jim Magilton. And for years, I was like, who was that player that day? And then, like, in the last three years, I realised it was Jim Magilton. And the commentator in the early 90s was calling him Jim Magilton. You know what? That's just reminded me. Who's the guy on MasterChef? Because I thought his name was John T. Rhodes. But it's John T. Rhodes. And I was like, but everyone says it like it's John T. Like, John T. Rhodes. But it's not. I don't don't know what his name is. Is it John T. Rhodes? Or like Michael J. Fox? (laughs) Exactly. That's right. There's a third. You've managed to find a third option. We have no (laughs) idea what this guy's name is. Either John T. Rhodes, John T. Rhodes, or John T. Rhodes. My mum always. And the problem is, I've picked this up off my mum. I don't know whether it's John McEnroe or John McEnroe. (laughs) That's that's John McEnroe. We can solve that one. (laughs) Okay. McDonald's or McDonald's? It's a mystery. (laughs) Also, economics or economics? I use them interchangeably. Yeah. Neither or neither. I'd say economics. Okay, no, economics. Yeah, potato, economics potato. People look at me. Well, I'd never say potato. I'd never say, oh, I might have some mashed potato. <laughs> yeah, that's rubbish. How have they got away with that in the song? No one's, no one's saying that. 
No one ever says it. I'll have the steak, medium rare, please. And can I have, um, can I just ask what sort of potato options you've got, please? <laughs> yes, I'll have the I'll have the dolphin wows. I mean, that's another word. That I mean, imagine that some dolphin wise uh, potato, please. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, no, oh, Italian bloke on table one. three is a bit strange. <laughs> right. <laughs> Text us on eight twelve fifteen. What is the name or the word that you can never pronounce right? The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Text us on 8-12-15. What words and names do you always pronounce wrong? Let's just enjoy it again. This is how Joe Cole pronounces Kieran Tierney. Tierney. <laughs> Tierney. Tierney. Crazy. It's not even... Because at least, you know, if you break it down, if you look at it, it's T-I-E. So I can understand someone saying tie, like as in a tie that you wear, going, oh, it's tyranny or something like that. But Tierney. Uh, you know what it is, maybe? Maybe it's Thierry Henry, and that's like compacted into one name, and he plays for Arsenal, and maybe that's what's happened in Joe Cole's mind there. <laughs> Stop coming to his defence. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Um, Rich in Birmingham says something here, fillet of fish. Is it fillet or fillet? Now, usually, if that was steak, I'd say it's fillet steak. But because of McDonald's, I think in McDonald's it is a fillet of fish, Chris. Fillet. Yeah. Always, I remember, like, I used to be so annoyed if someone went to McDonald's and ordered a fillet of fish. One, because, I mean, it's just an, an odd choice, but also it would take them ages. They never have a fillet of fish ready at McDonald's. Yes. And then I worked at McDonald's for a bit as a kid, as a teenager. I think I managed about three shifts. It's the hardest job I've ever had in my life. It is exhausting. <laughs> it is backbreaking. Genuinely, I have so much respect for people who work at Mackey D's because it's so hard. But, like, <laughs> I just remember, I don't know if it in other McDonald's's, McDonald's eye? This happened around the country. But you know when you just go, I need cheese on four, please. Fillet on three. All that stuff that McDonald's staff shout at each other. People just used to shout that out like in the store for a laugh. I don't know if it's oh, what to confuse you. you. Yeah. I need cheese on six, please. <laughs> Those fillets ready? Double cheese on four, please. Like that. You're like, what? Like, what? You know, like, it was like being down the market, and I'm a free band of bad bananas. You're like, I don't understand what you're shouting at me. It's sort of dazzling language. Um, <laughs> so there we go. I guess with uh, what are we saying with um, with with McDonald's? It's fillet of fish. Where are we on Jonty Road? But, well, we've had one text in. Someone's gone. Look, alternatively, you could just say his name, John Tyrod, T E R O D E. But that's not his name. It's actually his name is none of the options we discussed. It's John Tyrod. John, what? T-O-R-O-D-E. That's not what I was expecting at all. But as well, um, we've just found out that the, there's a South African cricketer called John T. Rhodes, just to ma- make things more confusing. But John T. Rhodes is his name. I cannot believe there is a fourth... I can't believe there are four <laughs> options for how to pronounce John T. Rhodes. If there is a fifth, text us now on 8 12 15. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. We're talking mispronunciations. In fact, someone got in touch on Twitter and said that their friend mispronounces the word mispronunciation and says mispronunciation, which is just too much. That's not when you hold a mirror in front of a mirror and then you just get like an endless hall of mirrors. I don't think my head can process the irony of mispronouncing (laughs) anything to do with mispronouncing. But a lot of people are getting in touch. 8, 12, 15. What word do you always mispronounce? What names do you always mispronounce? Loads of people getting in touch, Chris. 
Yes, we've got um, Mark in the fence says this. Uh, in the late 90s, he was confused to find out that Man City legend Franny Lee was the lead singer in Travis. Then someone told him that the singer's name was Fran Healy, not <laughs> Franny Lee. But oh, I can totally great. see how that would happen. It's very also, John Road like Fran Healy, Franny Healy. That's but the crucial thing is you wouldn't think <laughs> that kind of heavy set football hard man man franny lee was now the lead singer of like sort of new indie band in the would, early would have been a very different sound would have been a very different sound for sure the 90s it's would like, have been different yeah you used to be like saying oh have you heard uh you know norman hunter and his new band kasabian you'd be like well it can't be the same one you'd know that it was different surely um but do keep texting on 8 12 15 Words that you mispronounce, places, names. We've had so many brilliant ones in. Um, someone, uh, Rich in Storford says, my wife can never remember how to pronounce almond. Now, you know what? Until he said this, I- I'm going to second guess the pronunciation of all these words now. She struggles between almond and almond. So every time she quietly sings the old song from the fruit and nut advert and goes, hunky chunky almonds from Rich in Storford. <laughs> how do you pronounce the word? Almond. 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 I don't even know what's Almond. The, Almond. I can only think of Almond. What's the other one? Almond. 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 That would be it. Almond. Yeah. The problem there is, is you only Almond, just pick a word and say it over and over and over and over. Every <laughs> yeah. word sounds ludicrous. Well, speaking of words that can be pronounced differently, got some more John John to road. Exactly. Oh, I had no. to think then of how to even say the word. <laughs> uh, someone texted and said they had a food te- technology teacher that they they would call John Torraday. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Carl in Sutton Colford says, "What about John Torrodes?" But I mean, that's an option. That is an option. Surely, so many options. John T. He must, when he says his name, imagine John T. Rhodes when he says his name on the phone to like the, the electric company or the gas company. How how many times has he spelt his name out? Oh, I bet man. he's lost, I lost hours or months of his life trying John to explain what his name is. John T. Rhodes. <laughs> no, it's John T. Rhodes. You know what? I went to school with a, a lad called Just Raj, and he just preferred to be called Raj. But the way he would, he would say, no, it's, it's Just Raj. And then the teacher would go, what, Just Raj? He'd go, no, 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 it, it's... I was like, you need to stop saying the just bit because even though you're like me saying, it's not Matthew, it's just Matt. But just was in his name. So it was just like, and I actually remember where I was sat and it went on for ages. I was like, you need to find a new form of words because this is good. Just Raj. No, it's fine. It's just Raj. Just Raj. No, no, no. Just call me Raj. Just call me Raj. No, no, no. It's Raj. Ah, right. It just would go on forever. It was so, it was like, this is a sketch and it's happening in our lesson. Um, but let us know what yeah. names, places, words. I mean, we're, we're, the problem is we're setting ourselves up here because any word you text in, I'm immediately second guessing. Yeah. Text us on 812.15. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The big cash prize on Make Me a Winner has reached £45,000. Matt Williamson was a big winner on Friday. So to be certain you're in with a chance to win, you must text WIN to 81215. That's WIN to 81215. After five o'clock on Monday afternoon, if your phone rings, it could be us. Answer within five rings, but don't say hello. Say, make me a winner. Do that and 45 thousand pounds could be all yours chris skull if you won 45 grand shortly after five o'clock on monday evening what would you do with it 
Well, West Ham right back, Vladimir Soufal. I don't want to speculate on his wages, but I think it's around the £45,000 mark. So I would just hire him for a week and we would hang out and eat potato salad. What a week that would be. What a man. You don't deserve the money. That is a t- <laughs> Your wife's going to be listening to this. She'll be fuming. When you could have secured your family's future <laughs> and burning it on a guy who'd probably hang around with you anyway. Please. It's the modern equivalent of magic beans. <laughs> don't spend the money on magic beans. Don't buy bridges and don't spend it on hanging around with West Ham players. Pick up your mobile. Text us now and you can be Monday's big winner. Text WIN to 81215. That's WIN to 81215 for your chance to win £45,000. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Goals, goals, goals flying in everywhere. Chris Skull. Let's go to Selhurst Park on the show today. We've been talking about names that are difficult to pronounce. And get this, Luka Milohojevic, don't want to show off, scores for Palace. They are 1-0 up against West Brom from the penalty spot. If we dip into the championship, let's have a look here. Bournemouth 1, Barnsley 1, Forrester 0-0 with Reading. uh, And down the bottom at League 1, Bristol Rovers 0, AFC Wimbledon 0. That is a big relegation six-pointer there. We're asking you about what words and names you mispronounce. Text us on 81215. Dave in Islington says, lads, I can't stand it when people pronounce chorizo, chorizo, in order to sound Spanish. Stop it. It's unnecessary. This is a whole nother level. This is Dave deliberately mispronouncing chorizo as chorizo. I mean, to be honest... The word jalapeno is one I think about a lot. I used to say jalapeno, but then everyone was saying jalapeno and I and I stopped. Then people started saying jalapeno and I thought I can only go so far. I can do this <laughs> beginning, but I can't go the end. And I've had so many arguments with John Richardson about this. He's like, well, if you're doing the at the start, why not do the enyo? I was like, because it just doesn't <laughs> sound right coming out right. of my mouth. But John Richardson, let me tell you now, if he's listening, he'll tell you he is a chorizo and a jalapeno and all that. And I just think, Mate, of course he is. I can't go that far, Chris. I don't know about you. Well, look, um, my mother-in-law's text me. She's texted me to say oh, yeah. that her nan used to call minestrone soup minestrone. <laughs> oh, what? I just, that's just it's one word. Me. You know what? That's just reminded me. There was someone on Twitter last night that had a bag of monge too and said that her mum used to call it man get out. Yes. <laughs> get out. It's one word. What are you doing man, breathing in between out. the syllables? How have we never seen that before with Mons 2? Man, get out. And what was it? Man, Mind strone. Mind strone. That is That's crazy. I think this is the most enjoyable topic we've ever had on here. Text us on 8, 12, 15. What words, particularly elderly relatives, what words do they mispronounce? 8, 12, 15. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Cole. Talk about mispronunciations and some of these are incredible. Someone has got in touch to say the way Nigella Lawson says microwave. Now, I didn't know... This was a thing. We've had a few messages about it. We've got the clip. Listen to this. This is how Nigella Lawson pronounced microwave. And in the microwave. <laughs> that she <laughs> must know what she... There's no way she's seen that written down and thinks that's how it's said. <laughs> the microwave. <laughs> but, like, her kitchen would be a nightmare, like, just putting on the kettle and the twaster <laughs> and the uh, oven. Like, what? 
I thought you said yeah. it was. It wasn't Uvin. Is that like nothing can make any sense? That's that thing that posh people do, isn't it? Where they mispronounce a word for wonderful yeah. marks. Yeah, or, I don't know. Is, 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 is the micro is the mic the standard microwave the standard pronunciation is not very classy, is it? I guess, and it's, it's, that's what she's trying to do to make it seem really classy and different from the the average microwave. Trying to make it sound a bit more sophisticated. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, speaking of sophistication, Matt from Dartford's mm. texted in. He's just said that his nan used to pronounce margarita pizza as margarita pizza. Margarita. Margarita. <laughs> I could see how that would happen. It looked, Do you yeah. have th- with certain words like trigger a little song in your mind? Like whenever I hear margarita, either for the pizza or the cocktail, I always think margarita, I feel for you. Even though that's not oh, the song, and I don't I, know I've why. Got yeah, I've What's got um, do 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 margarita pizza. Like, <laughs> I don't know where that's come from. Do, I've do, always do, thought do. I've always had that pizza on the floor. <laughs> Isn't that weird that we've both got do, a different do, song do, for do. margarita pizzas? Yeah, I th- yeah, do 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 margarita pizza. That's that, really cool. Yeah. And that way, you know, whenever you eat, eat margarita pizza now, you'll have that song in your head. Forever. Yes, or margarita, Close. I feel for you. Well, <laughs> this has gone up in all sorts of directions. We've got some fantastic <laughs> messages here. But text us on 8.12.15. The words you mispronounce and what seems to be a particular rich theme is the words that your parents or grandparents or elderly relatives and friends mispronounce. Send them in to 8.12.15. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. A big goal in particular and a few more. Chris Skull. Yes, in the championship, Nottingham Forest have gone 1-0 up against the Royals of Reading. Massive. Another massive goal. Bournemouth now 2-1 up against Barnsley uh, in the Premier League. Crystal Palace still lead West Bromwich Albion 1-0. West Brom look finished. Big Sam, what are you thinking going there? Um, (laughs) And then in the big one, the EFL Trophy 2019-2020 final. Different year, of course. It's still nil-nil between Portsmouth and Salford City. Sponsored by Papa John's this cup final. And they've got the advertising on the lower bowl. But they've just got the advertising, just put the, the Papa John's logo on there. Why haven't they made the lower bowl look like the toppings of a pizza? Papa <gasps> John's. Come on. That's a great Real idea. Missed, you you missed the trick. You could do it half and half. Yeah, oh yeah. Like like half, half could be pepperoni, half, half could be veggie sizzler, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Come what a visual. Guys. Come on, guys. You've really got to think about your wraparound branding next year. You know, this is the big issue at the heart of football. Great news that Forrest are winning 1-0, though. As you say, the Royals... Uh, I mean, it's been a terrible week for the Royals, and it just goes from one... <laughs> Lovely stuff. We should have Lovely known Reading we're going to lose today. It's been a terrible week for the Royals. Imagine them talking about that on Oprah. And then we were losing 1-0 to Nottingham Forest, and it was very... Diff- I mean, that's a, that's a fairly crummy Prince Harry impression. I think if you just talk fairly posh like that and yeah. do D's instead of T's, you know, literally very difficult <laughs> to see, you know, Glenn Murray score against us like that. We were offered no help. You know, there was no defence. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing telly, oh, wherever God. you stand. But uh, even better is that Forrester beating uh, uh, Reading 1-0. Texas on 8-12-15, what words... Do you mispronounce? Someone's got in touch and says, my stepmom can't say Brexit. She always says Britax when having heated <laughs> arguments. You know what? Crazy. I met a guy in a bar in New York and we were talking about 
as you can imagine, it, uh, this is a couple of years ago, we were talking about Trump and all sorts of things. He went, yeah, but you guys, you know, you can't talk about Trump. You guys have got your Brit-X. I was like, what? <laughs> the Brit-X thing. You guys are doing the Brit-X. I was like, Brexit, right? Yeah. In a way, Brit-X <laughs> makes more sense because then you're like British yeah. exit. It kind of made yeah. more. You got yeah. the Brit-X thing? That guy's right. We're all wrong. Yeah, there's a, there's a great text. <laughs> there's a great Go text on. here. Gary, Gary Fort William. It said uh, his mate thought that Siobhan out of Banana Rama was pronounced Cioban. Cioban. <laughs> I, like, I think I might have thought like that at one point. Siobhan is like, you see that written down. What is happening with that word? It's all over the place. But yeah, Siobhan, how? Well, that's it. There'll be Catholics listening to this. If you went to like a Catholic school, you learn all this stuff easy because it's all like Irish names that you get used to seeing on the register. But yeah, the first time you see it, you don't understand how it's pronounced like that. You're like, what are you making this up? Uh, text us on 81215. The ones about elderly relatives are particularly good. And um, like wine labels. Basically, <laughs> they're impossible for people of a certain generation to pronounce. What words do you always get wrong? 81215. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Every day next week, you could win a minion-proof tech bundle on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show thanks to super-reliable Sky Broadband Superfast. We're sending Mr. Reliable, Matt Dyson, into the homes of some well-known names. If you can work out whose home we're minion-proofing, you could be a winner. So don't miss the Breakfast Show and get another chance to win right now at absoluteradio.co.uk with Sky Broadband Superfast. So reliable, it's minion-proof. Uh, minion, probably a word a lot of people would struggle to pronounce. We're asking you, keep Texas on 8-12-15. The words that you or particularly elderly relatives seems to be the way this has gone. Um, can't pronounce, Scully. <laughs> David in Scotland's been on. He's got a story about his gran. We went to see his gran when he was a kid and she said she'd got him some sweets and a bottle of Zup. And he was like, what the hell is a bottle of Zup? Turns out it was 7-Up. She thought the 7-Up was called Zup. <laughs> now, this one from Stuart in Coventry is incredible. It says, my old auntie was fond of a tipple and was using the public loo at Merry Hill Shopping Centre. When she came out, she said, we must go to Boots as there's free champagne testing advertised on a flyer in the toilet. My sister went into the toilet wondering what she was talking about and saw a flyer that said it was a free chlamydia test. Which <laughs> is... You'd struggle to get something more opposite. Like champagne is basically as posh as you get. Like free champagne testing is wow. We've hit the jackpot. Um, Free chlamydia testing is not. Certainly not something you want to be going to with your auntie. Oh, yeah, let's go. We could do that together, couldn't we? It'd be a nice day out. Joe, you know what? Good word. job. Good job that um, Stuart and Coventry checked. Good job that they double checked what that flyer was about <laughs> instead of turning up for the champagne. <laughs> what words do you. And the, what, we've got a stack here from elderly relatives. Um, what, they all seem to be sort of wine related. Maybe it's a generational <laughs> thing. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Goals flying in across the UK. Chris Skull. And it's Nottingham Forest 1, Reading 1. Reading have equalised. Oh, drama. But what about this one? It's 6th versus 7th in the Championship. Bournemouth versus Barnsley. But last we heard, Bournemouth were 2-1 up and had leapfrogged Barnsley into 6th. Barnsley are now 3-2 up. There's a massive gap between 6th and 7th in the Championship right now because of that. And in the race... 
to be EFL Trophy champions for 24 hours, it's still <laughs> Portsmouth nil, Salford nil. But it's Salford piling it on. So that might Could they have that trophy for the evening? That might Who get knows? to penalties, or as Papa John's call it, sides. <laughs> they should the football should be a garlic dough ball, or what is it? They yes. do bread twists or something. I don't know. Something. Should like be thinking. Yeah. Come on, come on, you Papa John's marketing guys. Um, we've been asking you about mispronunciations. Lisa in Preston says, "My lovely husband calls a funeral cortege a funeral courgette." A very different. <laughs> Get some of them funeral courgettes in. I'm starving. That's <laughs> what so else says. My mum, bless her, always says, instead of the drink J2O, I'll have a JCB, please. I'm just asking for that at the bar. Two pints of lager and a JCB, please. Yeah, well, the first two do rule out the second. Um, now, we have lots of uh, brilliant shows and podcasts here at Absolute, and there's a brand new episode of Skin Tings out now featuring Arlo Parks. If you listen to the Skin Show on Sunday nights on Absolute Radio, you'll know Skin has some incredible guests drop by for a chat. You can now hear the full, uninterrupted interviews in her new podcast, Skin Tings, including all the bits she couldn't play on the radio and even more stories that her guests have never shared before. Listen to the new episode with Arlo Parks in the free Absolute Radio app or search for Skintings in Apple, Google or Spotify to download and subscribe. Catch up on previous episodes featuring Debbie Harry, Billy Corgan and Shirley Manson. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. I know I say this every Saturday, but this has been so much fun today. The pleasure... Obviously, I always think, I hope people like listening to it, but you need to know the messages you've sent us in today have been so good. We couldn't read them all out. There are thousands of them. It's just been brilliant. So to all of you that have tweeted us and texted us today, thank you so much because you have entertained us just as much. It's been great. Some hilarious. We've got a couple more we're going to give you in just a sec, but here's Chris Skull with a pick of the final scores. Yes, um, it's Palace 1, West Brom 0, down into the Championship. Bournemouth 2, Barnsley 3, Cardiff, Watford is 1-1, as is Nottingham Forest Reading. That's 1-1 as well. Wickham leading Preston North End 1-0. And in the EFL Trophy 2019-2020 season final, it's Pompey 0, Salford 0 as they edge towards extra time. Oh, so that's going to... Although... Oh, yeah. I thought then, I thought I'd been really clever with my comment about sides and penalties. Some people do call sides extras, don't they? So I guess I'm sure Papa John's are all over that. They'll be delighted <laughs> with extra time, won't they? Yes. Like, yeah, that would be garlic bread pizza. And then I think I'm overthinking this. <laughs> you are. You are. Definitely. <laughs> Maybe the red card should have been like a sweet chilli dip and the yellow card should have been like that weird yellow garlic butter thing that they sell with it. That's I've definitely never thought it. Yeah. Mark in Workington, talking of mispronunciation, says, my niece came out of the kitchen and said, why is there a swear word on the turkey? I went to look at it and it read basted. Oh, man. (laughs) How have I never thought of that before? So many people must have made that mistake in the past. Yeah. Got a couple here. This from Craig Shotty. He says his mother-in-law always says pompadoms instead of poppadoms. My dad does that as well. And this one, Jack Figgett says his nan calls Afghanistan Afghaviscon. <laughs> thinks it's the, thinks so it's so the capital of antacid relief. <laughs> I want to go to I want to go to Afghanistan on me on my holidays because I tell you what, after five o'clock it doesn't half repeat on me. Yeah. Or Rene Island. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many 
I mean, this must be quite a common one. Someone says, passing hotels in Torquay. My uncle often asks, instead of Wi-Fi, what's a Wi-Fi? I think Wi-Fi sounds better. <laughs> I think that's yeah, improved does, yeah. the word. Yeah. Well, change that. So many great messages. Thank you all. Scully, it's been a pleasure. We'll have you Thanks back soon. Me. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Didn't I tell you there was more than three ways to pronounce John T. Rhodes? You know, that's going to become like a new phrase. You know, if you say there's more than one way to skin a cat, then the new phrase will have to be there's more than five ways to pronounce John T. Rhodes. <laughs> and another guy called John T. Rhodes, the cricketer John T. Rhodes. So th- there's so many avenues of confusion with this. It's incredible. It, I, I, you know what? We said at the start, we settled it. I don't think we have. I think, like referendums, this is just the beginning of the debate. What we thought was the end will turn out to be the beginning, and I just think this is going to run and run and run and run and run and run. Because there's no end. <laughs> well, look, I, I think I, this is how I'd like to close the chapter on us talking about John Turrod today. Sure. But you know, uh, like John Turrod, Master Chef Man I'm talking about here, do you not think his face really needs a moustache? Do you think that top lip looks naked? And I don't think he's ever had one. But I always think he really needs a moustache. You're right. It's like a kind of living room without a sofa, that face. It is, isn't it? It's too bare, much isn't space it? on it. Yeah. And I think yeah. because of his cheek shape, because it's a big yeah. room, there's nothing in there. It, yeah, you're right. He needs some sort of definitional shape. He needs something there. What would you go, sort of pyrotash? I think big bushy like Super Mario style. That's what it needs. <laughs> big like, bushy. What, what was the baddie? Wario, Wario, Wario. Not, not like a pencil. Not a really well-defined pencil moustache. A big bushy one. So it's yeah. really nice, thick top lip face fuzz. That's what. Yeah, he really, needs. really gets big creamy Guinness in it every time he has a swig of his <laughs> I pint. love it. Yes. Yeah, Come like cornflakes in it, and also like remote controls, old fifty p's, just a. <laughs> Like, it'd be like the back of the sofa, that Tash. <laughs> Especially a Master Chef, where he's just constantly shoveling food underneath it. Imagine what it looked like by the end of the series. He does that even more reasons to watch. When he puts like a fork or a spoon in his mouth, where he puts it in his mouth and then he sort of wipes it across his tongue. So he put the spoon yeah. in on the left hand side of his mouth and it will exit to the right. Like he just sort of sweeps it across his tongue. Think, oh, I don't know if you get anything more from that, but it looks great. <laughs> Whatever great your visuals. name is. Whatever your name is, well done, mate. But grow a tash and tell us how to pronounce your name and uh, we'll all be fine. Um, This has been an absolute treat. Thank you for downloading it. Do leave us a review on iTunes. Um, Tweet us at R&R Football if there's any funny stuff you saw in the week. We covered the Joe Cole, Kieran Tierney thing because so many of you tweeted us about it. So there you go. You see, you can have a direct impact on the show. Uh, Scully, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you here, mate. We hope it's not too long before we have you back again. Thanks for having me. Well, I, I guess that brings us to the end. Um, goodbye. Au revoir. <laughs>